virtual event, the Abundant Woman virtual event. I am so excited that you are here. And today we are in for such a treat. But first, let me know if this sounds like you. Have you ever been stressed about finances? Or does the topic of money freak you out or weigh you down or even distract you from the mission that God's given you? Hi, speaking to Sam here. Um, today, we are talking about financial freedom, biblical principles, and strategies that we women can implement like today. I am super excited because I believe that this topic is one that every woman attending this event will and should listen to because I also believe that money can be such a hindrance and a distraction and even like beat us down. But I believe that God has so much more for us and can use financial freedom to set us free. And so today we have my friends, Shanna and Vanessa from Ideal Balance here to teach us on biblical principles to consider for our finances and strategies that you amazing women can incorporate to manage money, be good stewards, and even improve aspects of your life. So Shanna and Vanessa, thank you so much for coming. I'm going to read your bio real quick. This is such a fun story and we can elaborate on it, but they're best friends. How cool is that? And business partners. It says they met in 2012 when their kids were in pre-K together. They both love Jesus. They're wives to amazing husbands and moms to awesome kiddos. Shanna and Vanessa live in Navarre, Florida, where the beaches are beautiful and the sun is almost shining. Together, they founded Ideal Balance in 2020 on April Fool's Days, which I want to hear, with a mission to help women ditch the bad money habits and take control of their financial futures. They do that through one-to-one -one coaching, which we'll talk about at the end, where women can learn to live debt-free, build wealth, and achieve financial freedom. Thank you, ladies, so much for coming on. Yay, we're so excited to be here. Thank you for all of that introduction. And yes, it is a funny story. It's a great idea always to start your business on in the middle of COVID on April Fool's Day. I think we we're everybody should do that. Yep, for sure. It was, it's been a journey. It's been so much fun. We've had a blast. And, um, you know, the last, our boys are, are 14 now, so it's been 10 years and it's oh, been shit awesome uh, journey and this whole we have a whole god story as to why we are doing business together and um he has literally laid the foundation for us from day one and he continues to do so every day yep that is so cool and 2020 april fools yes we're gonna i'm gonna put you or have you on the podcast so we can talk more about because i want to hear the background story to you but today we aren't wasting time we're digging straight into Principles. Let's dig right in with what are the biblical principles that we can apply to our money? Yeah. So I think when you introed, it was natural for you to, 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 you know, link up our faith and our finances. Yeah. And so I, I, we like to start here because it's a foundation for everything. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think we have a little bit, hopefully a little bit of a different take sometimes um, than the traditional stuff that you might hear about biblical, the, anything that talks about money in the Bible. Right. Um, so yeah. So, yeah. So we'll just start with one Timothy six ten. It says for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Yeah. So there's a lot of things to, to, to pull. There's a lot, it's very, as God word is, it's very rich. It's very deep. Yeah. But the first thing to think about here is it says the love of money. It's not money. So, you know, which is where people really get confused and they talk about, well, money is the root of all evil. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's the love of money. And, and so we want to make sure that we 
we clarify that because money is just a tool. It is something that God can use. If you're stewarding it, we're going to talk about that later, um, for so much good. So it's not the money it's specifically, but the way that you feel about the money is what it can, can go, where it can go wrong. And so we don't want to crave money. We don't want in this verse, what it's saying is we don't want you to be just whatever you're doing that has to do with money. It should not be distracting you or distracting from what you're supposed to be doing with God when you're walking with God. Yeah. And we think of like, you know, when you walk with God, it is, it's shiny, it's light. There is such, you know, it's, it's such a bright walk when you are distracted. And when you have money lingering over you, it's a darker walk. There's clouds, right? Dark clouds. And it just kind of feels like they follow you around. So if you can really uh, remove yourself from that, from that thought, from that, uh, we like to call them chains, right? Mm -hmm. When you're weighed down by, by money and by debt and things like that. You can remove all that and, and really Mm -hmm. know that your focus is on God and God is going to lead you to financial freedom and lean on him more and not be distracted by the love of money. Uh, that whole walk with God, that journey is going to be a lot clearer, a lot smoother and a lot brighter. Yeah. And I like the wandered part uh, of this verse because there's this book outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. And his concept is that the devil can get you, if the enemy can get you one, just one degree off path, off of where you're, what God has for you, then you can just, you'll, you'll wander into who knows what you'll be over there and you'll be distracted. And, um, and that's all it takes. So you just have to make sure you're staying the path with God, what he has for your finances. And it's important. We like to point this out, especially, you know, this, you may be stressed about money. We're going to talk about that, but, but we also want you to know that being wealthy is not does not equal loving money. So just because you're successful or you've been a good steward that you don't look at someone that is there and say, well, they obviously love money or else they wouldn't be there. That's not correct either. As we're going to see in the next, in the next verse that we're going to use. But the the idea here is just check, check yourself. Mm -hmm. Am I doing this because God is calling me to do this? Or am I doing this because I want more money basically, or I'm, I'm in love with what money does for me. Right. So that's just one biblical principle that we like to talk about. Yeah. God wants us to be successful. He wants us to use our money for good. He wants us to honor him with it. And so the idea of those who have money who make money, love money, that's, that's like Shana said, incorrect. We want to make sure that you're honoring your money, honoring your job, honoring your life, honoring what you're doing for God and in doing it in his glory. So that way you can ultimately glorify him. Right. So the next, yeah. the, uh, the other verse that we like to do is parable of, the, of talents. the talents in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Yeah. So you, you've read the story. Each, each of the three servants get different, a different amount, and then they all have different results. Right. And so it's just, um, it's really interesting. We like this story because the idea is stewardship. Like I heard, I heard Mark Batterson say success for a Christian is good stewardship. Like that's what that means. You are a good steward with every resource and everything that God gave you. And so that's what this story is about is being faithful with whatever God gives you and multiplying it. And so a lot of times when it comes to money, people like to bury their hands in the sand or just like the, the, the servant did when he buried the t- his, his talents, his um, bag of money, basically he buried it in the sand. Right. And so people, a lot of times when it comes to money, they're like, Oh, that's hard. That looks complicated. That looks messy. It's just going to do nothing. I'll just put my, (laughs) you know, I'll just put my blinders on and I won't even look at it. And so that's not, that's not what we're called to do though. So we want to make sure that we're, we are being a good steward of whatever God gave us. Yeah. We want to, you know, whatever you are given, use it well, you know, find out what is the best way to honor it. You know, you can use this with money. You can use this with your talents. You can use this with your house, your children. You can use this with any aspect of your life, your work use what you're given mm-hmm. and use it well. And God is celebrating with yeah. you when you win with money, when you're doing well, he is ultimately celebrating with you because he wants you to be successful. He is joyous. He is excited. He yeah. is 
all kinds of happy for you. And so we just want you to feel that joy. Yeah. Too. That's, that's one of my favorite parts in the story that we kind of sometimes maybe rush over is, um, you know, the servants, the first two servants are invited to come sell. He's the, the master says, come celebrate with me. Let's celebrate your success. And, um, that's it. And so a lot of times we focus on the, what the servant didn't do, the one that didn't do well, we focus on what he didn't do. Right. But let's take a minute and say, God wants to celebrate with you when you were, when you're yeah. being a good steward, when you're winning with money is what we would call it, you know? And, um, and that's really kind of cool. That's, that is our heavenly father. That's his heart for us. And that's really yeah. exciting to think about it that way. And we also don't want, we want to make sure we don't have a scarcity mindset, which like Shana says, sometimes when you bury your head in the sand, you don't know what to do. There's so many decisions. You're not sure. So you just kind of back away. We want you to go full force, go forward, charge it, right. Mm -hmm. And make that decision and don't be scared because that's when the enemy knows he's got you. He knows he's got you when he, when he can see your mind turn and your thoughts turn and you pull away. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't want you to be that person at all. Dang. You weren't playing when you said you were starting out. <laughs> Those were so good. Yes, I loved all of them because I feel like if these things stop us, if these things even stumble us, or like you said, get our mind turning on things like money things, then we're not focused on actually doing the thing that God has called us to do. Whether it's just even whatever season, right? This isn't like you need to be on a big stage and make lots of money. It's more so in your motherhood, in your singleness, in your college days, if you're a grandma and you volunteer at an adoption agency, I don't know where this comes from, but whatever, it's coming. <laughs> so whatever season, if we're stumbling over, like, I don't have enough, I don't, or I, maybe if I have too much, people will think this. If we're caring about all of these things that these ladies just said, then we're not focused on the thing that God has actually called us to do. And that's not where he wants us at all. And so you're right. And it is like sort of the enemy's playground where he can fear is not from the God, right? So we know that's from the enemy. And so these little things can be an easy way to be tripped up as well. And I love the love of money thing because God, it's one of those verses that like, come on, you guys read the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. right. There's more words yeah. than what you're saying. Oh, right. Don't just pick and choose the ones that you right. want to read or you want to hear, or you want to pull out. Well, and the, the last, um, the last, principle that we like to talk about is, um, ties into what you were just saying. It's mm -hmm. from Matthew six twenty four, which is no one can serve two masters. Mm -hmm. And so what, so a lot of people will think, well, I'm not greedy. I don't really, I'm not trying, I'm not materialistic. Therefore it's not, money is not my master. But what you said, money becomes your master when it's affecting your mood, your mm -hmm. decision. Like your you said, family. you're stressed, like you're, maybe you're being shorter with your spouse because you're stressed about money or whatever. So then in that way, it becomes your master and you don't want that. You can't serve two masters. And, and, but so, like you said, it's that playground, uh, you know, the enemy's playground. It's just, it's subliminal. It's maybe under the surface, but it can still be your dom, you know, dominating your thoughts and your moods and your stress and all of that. So you just got to take, just got to not let that happen. <laughs> yeah. And there are so many times where we'll be talking to people and they'll say, I'm so stressed. I, I can't take the kids to this, or I can't do that. Or, we can't pay for this, or we can't go on date night or whatever. And it's the, let's find all the free things you can do yeah. to still enjoy your life and love what you're doing and, and have a good time and show God and show the enemy that I am not tied to money. My life does not revolve around it. I can still be happy and mm -hmm. choose to do things that don't even involve money yeah. and I can go about my way. Right. So just make sure that you know what you value yeah. um, and is it above the Lord? And when you think about that and is, is if, if your happiness is tied to what you can, can or can't do with money, you need to reevaluate that. Yeah. So good. We're learning this summer fruits of the spirit. Like I'm trying to teach the kids fruits of the spirit. And so yeah. Our, a <laughs> what? 
I had to say that it's not a coconut. I just love, you know, that, you know, that song, the food is Gary sings it. My oldest sings it all the time. I'm like, okay, Gary, get it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's the, um, the idea that we just had this conversation. Like if our feelings are tied to circumstances, then that's not joy. Like joy is not circumstantial. It's all the time. And so like you were just saying, if my, um, happiness is, tied to what I can or can't do or a money situation or how broke or rich I am because rich people aren't all happy either. Right. And so if it's tied to that, then it's not an actual fruit of the spirit. And we want to be operating in the fullness of the fruit of the spirits. And so it's funny because we just had that conversation this morning, (laughs) but it's, it's so good. And with the, the wealth thing, the other end of the spectrum, I, could you imagine like take one second to just picture if these global conglomerates, these big businesses, not just in the online space, but like the owner of Pepsi or like, I don't care, pick a company, these huge companies or media companies. Hey, there's one. If they were saved and they were operating in the fruits of the spirit and their business was operating out of Christian values, like how much our world would be different. And so I don't know, that came to cross when you were talking about money. Let's tell you, we had a, I had a session with a client this morning. I was just telling her before we got on, she, um, we were, so this is a, this is a thing financial too. I can, I can back it up. If you are a good steward, God yeah. can, will, will over and over again, we've seen it. will bless that. Just that first step that you just, take. Right. Just as long as you take it. So her job was to get a resume done. Cause she can't, I, I told her, you have to work. You can't be a stay at home mom. She's they're older. Their kids are grown or whatever. So you have right now with the season you're in, you have to get some sort of job for bring in some income. Okay. So all she did was make a resume. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't. I can't, she was like, maybe there's home health care. And I'm like, oh no. Anyway, she made the resume and like the day or two later, um, somebody at her church said, we're looking for someone to uh, to work at our driver's ed school. And he's, and so first of all, that was a great blessing because now she has a, a way to get a job. And then I just love what he said. He said, and if they get in that car and they want to hear about Jesus, you just share Jesus. We share Jesus in these cars. We talk about Jesus. You just use that time. You use that place. I was like, oh, I just love this. I don't know what this is. But to your point, like if all, if all of our businesses, not just the small ones, yeah. but the bigger ones were led with that, with that, it, it just reminded me of that. And I, I just love that story. Yeah. I love that. And the first step, which I feel like is also a good segue to like, okay, yes, we are team. All the things you just said, I want to be right with my money. I want to implement these strategies. How do I do this? Right. Some quick tips. There's, you know, the most important thing is to just get started and it's always (laughs) like, just start and stop convincing yourself that it's harder. Again, take that first step. Yeah. Just that it's harder than it is. It's not. So the the hardest thing is, is yes, getting it all out in front of you. And, but that's the worst part. It's like when you rip the bandaid, just yeah, it's all now that's the worst part is over. But a lot of times it's not even that bad. Like when we sit yeah. down and we talk with our clients for the first time, this is the first time they're ever writing down their, their income, their expenses, how much they spend on gas and groceries mm-hmm. and everything else. And they'll go, Oh, I, I still have $400 at the end of the month. And I'm like, yes, you know, and that's what we love about math is that doesn't lie. It's yeah. numbers, it's yeah. subtraction. And, and you figure out that final number. And when we show them that they have no, they had no idea that they were able to put that money either towards debt or towards a goal, like vacation or something like that. Um, because all they were doing is spending it every month and they just never saw the numbers. Yeah. So a lot of times it's actually, I mean, yes, it may be bad because it's the first time you're doing it, but it's usually not as bad as you think it is up here. Right. Yeah. It's always, it's always where everything is always worse in your head than it usually is when you yeah. get it out on paper. And so that's the first important part is to get your numbers on paper. Yeah. But what we like to recommend is to use your bank as your personal assistant. So because you're doing it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're digital people, we're a digital age. So let's just 
lean into that and use yeah. the bank. So the first thing that we are going to say is you need to have a bank that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not, so I didn't even know that there were banks. Okay. I've always had credit unions and now we have some of the, I mean, I did know, you know what I mean? But, but I didn't realize how restrictive banks can be. So yeah. just make sure that the bank is working for you. When we ask have all the questions, yeah, ask all the questions. <laughs> But the first thing that we have you do, and the reason this is why why it's important that the bank is on your side, is you need to separate your bills and spending. This is the mm-hmm. easiest, like, if you do nothing else, right? Do this. <laughs> yeah, separate your bills and spending into two separate accounts. And so we have a whole system for that, a whole course that you know, and obviously we coach our clients through it. But the the idea is all of all of your money goes into your bills. And all of your bills come out automatically of the bills account. And then some money goes over to the spending. You pay yourself. Which is going to pay for your groceries and your gas and all that. And that's over there. And just doing that one thing, it's just mind-blowing. Like, you know when you're at the the Walmart or the check, the grocery checkout and you're like, do I have enough money to buy this? That's Like that will what be a- bill came out? What yeah. still has to yeah. come out? What's still pending? You, all those questions that you're asking about your bills. With this system separating it all, there's no question. The bills are doing its thing over here and you're spending in your account over here on gas and groceries and some other stuff that you may have, right? Yeah. And so you always know exactly what you have. There's no guesswork. Now you can also take out cash. That that works too, but yeah, go ahead. So this is through the bank? Yeah. Yeah. I can separate inside the bank. So 90% of the people that we work with, we're like, how many accounts that you have at the bank? Like, I have one checking, one savings, which is normal. And we're like, okay, good. We're going to start with two checkings and one saving. <laughs> That's the new thing. You're going to yeah. have two separate banks, uh, bank accounts, excuse yeah. me, and you're going to deposit your income, yeah. all the in- the money that comes into the bank, into the bills account, and then you will pay yourself mm-hmm. over there into your gas and groceries account. And, um, and that's how you allocate your spending and that's how you know how much you're spending. And, and it's magic because you, you're, what you, what you, what you will do is add up how much your bills are all every month. Mm-hmm. And that's how much is always going to be in the account. Yeah. And so you're, you're, you're always going to be good. They're going to be coming. You're going to set them to come out automatically. So yeah. you're just watching them happen, but it's not, your spending is never going to make you not be able to pay a bill. But then also over here with your spending, you know exactly what you have. You don't have to do any There's separate no math. math or guesswork or anything in the moment. So that's the first thing that you need to do. And it's imperative. It. And, yeah. and and the, here's the thing. We're, gonna, we're about to blow your mind a little bit more. And it, we, she has 14 bank accounts. Okay, let me start. That's that's the start there. Now, I know it's going to sound overwhelming, but it's like, <laughs> It's like an advanced level. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're moving yeah. up. We're moving yeah. in that direction. We're not, we're not have to get there. But so that's what we have our clients do first is separate that because that's going to be the biggest yeah. bang for your buck um, as far as doing and setting stuff up. And then, like I said, then the bank's paying your bills for you. You don't even have to think about it. And then over on the spending, then we start to get, there's a next level, which is you may have heard of the term sinking fund or savings buckets. Or but, the cash envelope system that, um, ha- that people talk about, right? So yeah. if you're thinking about, okay, I, this Christmas, I don't want to use a credit card and I don't want to be stressed out I, that I don't have any money to spend for Christmas. What we're going to start doing is setting aside a little bit of money each month into an account called Christmas or whatever. Because right? when is Christmas? It's December 25th every year. Yeah. It's not like a week, right? It's yeah. every year. And it's just always requiring money every year. It's like, it's like how your kids, they keep wanting to eat every day. Or yeah, they keep having friends that have birthday parties like every month. Yes. So, so, so the savings buckets, that's what we call them. Um, then you're going to, you can fund those automatically too. And you start to accumulate money in there. And what Vanessa loves to say about Christmas in particular, then you have all the money. You actually have money saved mm-hmm. by Black Friday when those deals come out and you can actually buy the things. Yeah. But um, so that's the next level. So then you can have 
our clients have different ones. It's really depends on what's important to you. So a vehicle repair account, you might have a Christmas gift account, you might have pet care account, like whatever you need to save money. That's a big expense. Mm -hmm. We have them have different accounts. And then it's like, literally it's like having the cash envelope, but they're in a digital. Yeah. Yeah. And they're labeled. And so it just makes it really easy. So you, you know, you can, the one thing that I love that banks and credit unions do now is that you can change the name of your accounts. So when I pull up, them. Yeah. yeah, you can nickname. So I pull up my account. I have my vacation fund. I have my kids' education fund. We have our vehicle fund, our home repair, right? And so when my husband's paycheck comes in on Wednesday, on Thursday morning, everything just gets dispersed out and we quote unquote pay ourselves into our amounts mm-hmm. of what we're going to use. And so even if you start off transferring $5 a paycheck mm-hmm. into these accounts, right? Yeah. This is something new. You've never done it before. That's fine. We're not asking you to do hundreds of dollars because mm-hmm. that's a lot. Uh, start off with $5 and just get in the habit of having this money. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to use the example of my husband wanted a new car. We decided to start saving for the new car. We're like, okay, we never saved the money. And so over a course of, I think it was like 12 years, we had like $15,000 saving saved for his vehicle. And had we not put that money aside, we would have spent it on whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's the idea of making those transfers a thing and making them important. And that's what we valued then we were able to save the money to put a, you know, a payment down on his vehicle. So that was, it's a lot. It's, that's a lot of money to be able to save when you're being intentional about it. Yeah. And so, so that is like a little bit advanced, but it's really, it's, it is a game changer. There's some smaller things that you can do too. One, um, if you're a mom, it's imperative that you have what we call the kids envelope. (laughs) Okay. Because what happens and one reason that moms get stressed or not, it's not even moms, everybody, this happens to everybody, but is okay. I had a plan. And then, like she said, oh, it's my friend's birthday tomorrow. What are we getting my friend for their birthday? Um, Or uh, my shoe has a hole in it today um, and I I have to go to school tomorrow, whatever. So these things pop up and then usually it comes out of mom's pocket. And then she's like, I have no money or the grocery budget. And now I am robbing Peter to pay Paul. So the most important thing is to set set up a kid's envelope. But also we, we, when you make your budget, you need to have spending money and, and, and so for a lot of our clients, this is the first time they actually feel like they have money. So I know how much I can spend. It's not, I'm spending and hoping everything works out. It's I'm like, a little for yeah. here. Right. but it's like, if I designate, okay, I have a hundred dollars this month and I get to, or whatever your amount is. Yeah. And I, then I feel like, okay, now, now I don't have a lot of anxiety that I never get to spend money yeah. because yeah. everybody always sees. but I also know, okay. If I want something bigger, I'm going to have to wait or whatever, you know? So, and it's a no judgment account, right? So it's like the husband can't ask the wife how many pumpkin spice lattes she bought with her money. And, and the wife can't ask the husband, like how many bullets or whatever he bought for his ammo. Like, you know, it's like, you just don't know whatever they want, you, but you don't get to ask. It's yeah. your money. You get to spend it. If you want to save it up because yeah. you have a big expense you want to buy in a couple months, then do that. If you want to spend it all on bracelets, that it's your money to do what you want. And again, like Shana said, it makes you feel like you have money. I mean, let's face it. You work hard. You should be able to have some money to spend on yourself, yeah. but also know that your budget is doing all the things all by itself automatically. Um, you know, the way that you've set up your system. So having that money is going to make you feel really good about the things that you want to buy for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And then not restricted. Like I don't also, as I'm spending this money, I don't feel like, oh my gosh, is this my children's chicken nuggets that I'm spending on my mocha or whatever, you know, like I like that. So, okay. So what if you don't have a ton of money? Like what if, would you just, you just start with the one account still and separate to the one. And then as you grow, you, yeah, you definitely want to start with just doing just separate them and you still but no matter how much money you are you have you need a budget 
And you need to assign. So most people are doing accounting, right? Well, this is what I did spend. This, this, the difference is going to be like, I am spending $500 on groceries or $1,000 on groceries I'm this month. I'm deciding now. And there's no more. headspace. Right. It's like going shopping when you're going grocery shopping when you're hungry, right? We're not doing that. We're making a budget before the month happens, before you get um, uh, hooked into doing all these things, yeah. before you get any of that. You want to make sure you have the budget in front of you so you can say, no, we decided now that this yeah. is what we're going to spend our money on. And for sure, like the first budget is a little bit, it's a little bit like, because you okay. don't know, like you, you're like, I think I spend this on gas. I don't know, whatever. But, and, but the point is to get on a plan, yeah. stick to the plan, and then you can adjust it as you get more disciplined, as you get more comfortable. And then as you're like, okay, I have, now I, I realize I have money. Now I'm going to start saving for Christmas or, or now I'm going to start saving for my car because it needs a new or transmission debt. or whatever. Yeah. And now I'm going to start. But the first thing to do is just get on a plan and don't really try to change a lot. Just try to be consistent with having a budget and, and just knowing what you're doing. Yeah. Right. So we, we like to ask our clients, like for, the first question is what are you doing or how yeah. are you spending? And then it's, okay, how do you want to spend? Yeah. And so you, and you move into that and you know, I would say probably the first two, maybe three budgets with our clients are really just trying to figure it out. Hey, I've got this bill. It comes out quarterly. I just, mm -hmm. I just, you know, it just came out of my account. So we adjust and, mm -hmm. and allow for grace because this is the first time you're doing it and that's okay, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Wow. And, and, whether or not you have a lot of money again is, is so we have millionaires that have budgets, right? So you, you have to put it on paper and you have to see it and you have to sign it. And you have to tell your money what to do, no matter how little or much you have. And that's, what's going to allow for any other thing that you want to, any other goals or anything that you want to do with your money. And here's one other tip. It's never an income problem. It's always an expense problem. So we have that make a lot of money who spend every penny and don't have a dime left over at the end of the month or they are negative. And then we have clients that barely bring in a little bit of money and they have like a hundred bucks left over at the end of the month because their expenses and their spending and their subscriptions lifestyle. and bills yeah. and their lifestyle is more conservative. Yeah. So it's usually the way that we're spending our money. That's the number one problem. I love that. Okay. Never. These are just my little nuggets that I'm like writing down in my head. Never really an income problem, which a hundred percent concur. And I feel like that is why it's so scary to do it the first time. Cause you're like, Oh, this thing is going to tell me that I'm super poor or that I can't go buy all my lattes. And it might honestly, like if you're spending hundred bucks on lattes a week, yeah, probably not. But like it, we're afraid of what's to see, but I love that you said proactive versus reactive, which I feel like reactive is a lot of how people function and that. Now I'm negative. Oh my gosh, I woke up this morning and I don't have any money and I have a bill due. Or like they're responding to what has already taken place. They're not actually putting their money, telling their money where to go. I love that saying, um, telling your money where to go and your priorities, you said. Well, that when you're talking about the fruit of the spirit, self-control, this is self-control. And yes, I, we get that it's halting and it's annoying. I get that. Discipline is so rude, y'all. But it, it is part of self-control to to and also being a good steward you yeah. can't be a good steward of your money if you're just not doing the not planning what you're going to do with your money so yeah. um real quick let us tell you like three tips for your marriage and three tips for kids about money okay if that's the season of life that you're in if you're in that season so real quick when it comes to your marriage you're going to communicate on purpose usually what's the problem is we're we're communicating in passing or we're communicating as after i already bought or something at each other or at each other so we're going to have a budget meeting once a month together, we're, that's going to be the only time that we talk about money so that the person that hates talking about money doesn't have to be afraid. Um, we're not going to be a barking chihuahua and just nipping at people's heels about, did you do this? Did you spend that? Whatever. None of that's going to happen. And we're going to try to make it a date night, make it fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And that's going to be um, the the main thing for marriage. And yeah. it's going to it's going to help a lot. It's going to help a lot. Yeah. And so for some tips for for you for your kids. Um, you don't want to create another you. So if you, <laughs> no offense to you. <laughs> I mean, we all have money baggage some way, some form, right? Uh, it took my parents a long time for us to to tell us exactly kind of what happened in my childhood. And that's really when they finally opened up and told me that's really where I was like, okay, we're changing our trajectory. So you don't want to create another you. You want your kids to have a good relationship with money. Um, so you want to make positive, you want to create this positive environment, good habits, money, you know, around money. Um, you want to make sure your words, yeah. they matter. Mm -hmm. You want to say, never tell them we're broke. Never tell them we don't have money. Never tell them we can't afford something. It's always, we are choosing to do this over that. We are choosing as a family to make a decision to buy this mm -hmm. instead of that, or we are choosing to go on this trip or that trip versus doing this. And it's usually you're saving money to do something big, right? You can either, Exciting and right. Fun, yeah. so you can either save the money to do something big and funny that's memorable, or you can spend, 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 and then not have the money to do the thing that you really want to do. Yeah. You can usually do one or the other, but you can't usually do both. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. So, and, and we have one client that we love to use this example. She has, um, so we, we talked about the kids envelope, right? But she has a Chick-fil-A envelope and this is, um, just they put that. <laughs> yeah, there's an Jesus envelope. chicken y'all. Yeah, I mean, we all love it. Yeah. And so, but the cool thing is you can involve your kids with that. Like, okay, this is the money we have for Chick-fil-A this month. How, do we have any to go today? Because they're always going to ask you, you know, and you, they can be involved in the process. And then that's what Vanessa said. You're saying, okay, we chose to go last week, which means we're, we're not, we didn't, we're not going to go this week. Right. And so you just start to learn or teach them some of those yeah. better habits and verbiage uh, to, around money. It's just, it's really good, especially as they get older to involve them in conversations. And even when they're little, there's like a way to do it. Right. Um, but it's just, it's all on your vocabulary. They're not dumb. They can read your body language. They can see your facial expressions. They can see all that. So just make it a positive experience for them. So that when they grow up, they ultimately have a good relationship. Ah, no pressure. <laughs> yes. It's, it's funny that that's, I was totally thinking Chick-fil-A, like, cause we do swim and then my kids are always like, can we do Chick-fil-A? And I'm pretty sure. I might've said no last week because, and I hope I said it in a positive way, but now I don't know. So I will reframe the way I speak about that because I, we, yes, it's like a thing now after swim, do we get a treat? But yeah. Anyway, sorry. That was my own thinking. You're good. That one word choose. We are choosing. Mm -hmm. We, and not I, like we as a family, like this is our goal. This is what we're doing together. And, and set goals with your family. If you have a family, set them as one. So that way they're part of that and they feel like they can contribute. Well, and those words are important, no matter if it's kids, your spouse, yourself, what you're saying in your own brain, um, it needs to be the, the right choices because you're not, nobody, you're, you're not a child. Nobody's putting you in timeout saying you can't spend money. You're an adult. You're making the decisions because you have goals yeah. and, and things that are pulling you. So, um, so don't talk to yourself like, well, I guess I don't get to do this. Like, you know, what happens in your brain yeah. and we're yeah. not going to have that. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Okay. I love you. Yes. And self-control. And also if we, so many of us, whether we're whatever season of life, again, we have goals. We have things what we want to do, whether it's a business asset we want to buy or a vacation we want to take. But though that's not just going to like magically happen. It needs to be intentional. And so being intentional with our money is super important and the way we think about money. Um, okay, before we get to some of the goodies, I want you to spend a second. And for the woman who's listening and she's like, yes. Well, either way, if she's listening and she's like, I'm on board, let's go. Or she's maybe like, and eh, this seems really hard. Can you spend a second and just encourage and love and be their biggest cheerleader? Sure. Okay. I'm going to give you an example. Sorry. Mm -hmm. 
I always think of one of my clients who came to our first budget session with two bottles of beer because she was so stressed out and she's like, I can't do this. And this woman now is, she is she's a rock star. She is a rock star. She all the things happening, pay, paying off debt, saving all this money. She has like three, cause she has rental properties, three spreadsheets that she runs, even though like that would so stress her out. Yeah. So it, it, we get it. We've all, yeah. we're all, nobody, not everybody likes math. She does. Not everybody likes spreadsheets. Okay. But that's okay. You can still do this. This is still doable. You can yeah. do it. And, um, and it's just, the matter of getting started. You just have to start. It really is. And you know, my husband doesn't love the math part of it, even though he runs, it's fine, a company. <laughs> um, however, I, I, it, it's, it's not hard. It's not, people want to make it too complicated. Mm -hmm. They yeah. want to make it this big thing yeah. that you have to sit down and spend hours on and stress over and, and make sure that the spreadsheet's on your phone and you're calculating it all month. Like you don't have to do any of that. Uh, we just want you to start. Mm -hmm. If the one thing you can do is just make a second checking account and pay yourself into your gas and groceries and your pocket money, like, and let your bills do its thing, you are going to feel, you're going to feel unstoppable just by doing that one thing. And we know you can do it. We literally, since we've been doing our podcast, we have so many of our clients that already come to us and say, okay, that step is done. Like I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And it's so good to watch them. Like they did that on their own. Right. And then they made this change and they've already told us how much it's affecting them in a good way yeah. and how much it's changing their lives. Just that one step. So we do believe in you. We know you can do it. And we're not just saying that we've watched our clients succeed over and over and over again. Uh, and we are here. If you have any questions, we'd love to chat with you. I'm sure you so want fun. some more. Yes. Yes. Which leads us to, you have a free gift for us. Um, the links friends will be below, but digital envelope guide. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. The digital envelope guide is is walking you step-by-step step how to do what we talked about mm -hmm. with having your, your bank accounts be your, like your envelope, like instead of a cash envelope, it's a digital envelope and telling you how to make that happen so that you can look at your bank and see what you have going on in every, in everything. So it's, yeah, it's really organized. It's really pretty. It's very simple. Um, so you can definitely, you can definitely do that by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for explaining that and then giving us an actual guide to practically do it. And then for our VIP guests, friends, if you are not signed up for the VIP bundle, then be sure to sign up in the link below. It, it's incredible. There's so many guests that are putting incredible offers inside of it. And our friends, Ideal Balance are also putting in a 45 minute coaching session, which is phenomenal. Thank you so much. So you will get the opportunity to sit one-on-one -on -one or one-on-two with you. Yeah. And what does a coaching session look like? It looks great. Yeah. We <laughs> sit down with you. And the first thing we talk about is your goals because we don't, you don't know where you're going if you don't have that written down, right? You don't know your why. So we sit down and we really look at what your goals and why you have them. Um, what is important to you? What do you value? And we go from there, from there, we go to like your net worth. We talk about your budget. We talk about um, what can your paycheck do for you? How can your paycheck be successful? We walk, we also go through like some questions we ask, um, Hey, have you ever thought about checking this? And when was the last time you maybe updated this amount? And we, we literally, it's funny. We used to do home organization. One of the ladies said they touch everything. <laughs> so I feel like we do the exact same thing with your budget. We talk about, and we mm -hmm. touch every single part yeah. of your finances, but on purpose. So yeah. you can get a full clear picture and you're well, going to walk away knowing exactly where your money is going and why we literally hold your hand. Yeah. And that's fine because, and that's the point. That's the point because there's so much information out there. Yeah. 
on what you could do, but it's like, what do I do with my hands? Yeah. There's so, there's too many options. I'm scared. I don't know which one to do. And so we say, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to do it. Yeah. There's no mistake. And then eventually, step step. yeah. And it's, and that really is a lot of, it's freeing for people. It's like yeah. when you go to the personal trainer or at the gym, you're not like, I'm going to figure it out on my own. No, you need some, it's like, I just need someone to show me what to do. I, all I have the mental capacity for is to show up. <laughs> I have <laughs> then, my water bottle yes, and I'm good. And I'm good. And so it's the same thing with the, with this and uh, with the coaching sessions is we're there to encourage you, but also hold your hand to do it. And then, you know, with our clients, it, it just depends on how quickly you get it yeah. or how quickly you want to get it. And then they kind of, um, graduate, they graduate at different levels. So sometimes they'll be with us for like two months and sometimes it's two years or four years. Yeah, it's fine. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. It's fine. We work closely with financial advisors for their clients who, um, they need hold, hand holding. And I literally was just talking to a financial advisor the other day. She's like, I need you to hold her hand. And I'm like, that's, that's exactly what we do. And so they refer them to us because that's not their job. And cause that's what we do. And we help them get there and get back to the point mm -hmm. where they can be good investors. So good. Yes. Thank you. I am that person. I'm that person that will pay for the trainer. I don't want to walk into a gym and see all these people doing all these things and looking good or not good. And then be like, I guess I'm going to walk on the treadmill. I want, tell me, yes. Tell me exactly what to do. do it. Yeah, exactly. But even the treadmill gets a little complicated. There's a lot of buttons on that thing. What happened? I don't know. Why? Go press the button. Yes, totally. I love that. And thank you for offering that for our VIP listeners. So friends, thank you so much. I hope you will one, you need to download the gift and then VIP grab the bundle, but then either way, just check out idealbalance.com. And you've had 30 minutes with these wonderful women who have poured into you and loved on you. And so if this is an area where you are needing more growth and handholding, then please be sure to check them out today and get started. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us. Thanks yes, for having thank us. Thank you.